Shalom, 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 evening, everybody. My God, God bless you, God bless you, and keep you all strong in the name of the Lord Jesus. We give glory to God for such a time as this in His presence. Hallelujah. All right, God bless you, Marian Owusu. God bless you and keep you strong in the name of the Lord Jesus. We give God praise. We give God praise. We give God praise. 
hallelujah hallelujah the lord is about to set us free from every attack of the enemy in the name of the lord jesus hallelujah god bless you god bless you wherever you are you just want to lift up your phones begin to bless the name of the lord lift up your phones and thank god for his grace for his mercies for his protection over your life lift up your voice begin to honor the mighty god honor him lift up your voice shortly thank him for your life thank him thank him thank him Thank you, Father. We give you praise. We give you glory. Thank you, mighty God. Thank you, mighty God. Thank you, mighty God. We honor you. We give you praise. We exalt you. We exalt you. We exalt you. Shake you loose and you die. Shaka, palako, selenekatamaya. We call any disabled. Paladiatis. We paradon jelefins of Salamokon jelenekatamaya. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Lift up your voice shortly wherever you are. Continue to thank God. Give to God the fruit of your lips. Mighty God, we honor you. We give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise. Thank you, Father. 
Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Ghost. We exalt you. We honor you in the name of the Lord Jesus. Palubre celebre kito shamola kapai. Ipandumbre sigolo de ishinakudis olomoku. Ishabala gadada bashaya. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Gerido hushele mekedis alamahosha. Thank you, Lord. We give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We give you praise and the glory. We give you praise and the glory. Be thou glorified in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Mighty God, we honor you. We give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We honor you. We give you all the praise and the glory. Mighty God, we honor you. We give you all the praise and the glory tonight. It is yet another moment, O God, that you will stretch forth your hand towards your people, that whatever you have purposed for this day will be established. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, we stand upon the altar of grace and power, and we declare that which you have purposed for our lives will be made manifest. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Father, your word is already anointed. Therefore, let your word come forth with power that it will impart grace. Let your word that is seasoned with salt be released into our souls in the name of the Lord Jesus. The Bible said, Now therefore, put away all manner of superfluity of nothingness and receive with meekness the engrafted word which is able to save your souls for we know that it is your word that saves our souls therefore lord as your word is coming we declare that the salvation of our souls have been completed in the name of the lord jesus we pray and ask oh god that your mighty hand will be stretched forth towards us Oh, we declare in the name of the Lord Jesus, any part of our lives that we fall short, Father, we pray. As your word cometh, the Bible says that, and then be washed with the washes, which is the word of God. We pray that your word, which is as water, will wash us in the name of the Lord Jesus. And Jesus said, because thou hast heard the truth, thou hast been sanctified. We pray that the truth that sanctifies, which is your word, will sanctify us even from every form of impurity in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Only that which you declare is final. Therefore, God, let the word by which you made the entire world be precipitated in our spirits, that we shall walk according to your will. In Jesus' precious mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah. My God, my God. Ah, I'm so excited to see all of you here. 
Look at your beautiful and handsome faces you are actually watching the phone with. My God, this is amazing. I can see some beautiful faces. Some of you just finished taking your bath. You know, your face is looking hoya kama. You know, you have to understand what I mean. God bless you. All right, all right, all right. I know, Pa, Mami Abraham, I know what I'm talking about. It's okay. I don't want my eyes to go to where I'm not supposed to follow. Let me just、um, teach so that、um, I will stay focused. Holy Ghost, you understand?、Um, so please, I beg you, don't take me to where I'm not supposed to be now. In Jesus' mighty name. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. All right, all right. Holy Ghost, take your time. I'm here to marry. When I marry, you can, you can now open things up into some. You know. I know I've seen plenty, but today, I think the things I want to teach today is trying.、Um, Holy Ghost, I love you, Lord. <laughs> My God. All right, we give God all the praise. You don't know how I fellowship with the Holy Ghost, and He understands. When you get your own Holy Ghost, treat Him like that. <laughs> I tell you, Holy Ghost, when, when I take the keyboard and I step on the strings, <laughs> ah. that is one of the things that when, when I've actually not heard from the Holy Ghost in a certain dimension that I want, you know, we all have faith, the Holy Ghost is always with us, but there are certain dimensions I want to actually experience in my body. When I stay for like a week and I'm not experiencing that, I will definitely go and pick the keyboard and start with the strings. In the course of the worship, no, I will start experiencing that in my body. So I know how to you know, relate with the Holy Ghost on the inside of me. Yeah. And、um, I wish that all of you would walk with the Holy Ghost inside you. To a point where you will understand how he deals with you. That is one of the easiest ways to deal with circumstances. Yeah. When there's an issue before me and the Holy Ghost doesn't want me to talk, there is a way he will, he will speak to me so that I'll keep quiet. When, once I go ahead of him, I will sense something and I'll know that. <laughs> When we say we are up, it means we are. And Holy Ghost, just I know how to calm myself down. And so, you can lock the prophetic realm for, for three weeks. <laughs> All right, we bless God. We bless God. That might not be the story of any other person. You know, that is my personal work with him. So, yeah. All right. Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. I bless God for your lives. And、um, I believe that it is not a mistake that you are here. You have come to encounter God on the、um, platform of knowledge. And I believe that the Lord will grant you grace to be enlightened in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. All right. This evening,、um, we are not really going to go very deep. I'm just trying to、um, you know, bring out certain questions and some few things 
that would actually give us understanding into many things before we dive deeper into um, the matter of eschatology so this evening i'm actually going to hit on the introduction to eschatology introduction to eschatology introduction to eschatology if you don't know how to spell eschatology it is e s c h a t o l o g y introduction to eschatology all right now the word eschatology is from two words eschato or let's say escat then logi logi so escat actually is speaking of ending or the or the end can you all hear me please oh you are writing all right so s card actually speaks of the end or the last moment all right good and the word logic speaks of the steady the steady so you see the word biology biology is from two words bio and logic and bio is the word life life and that word life actually is a different kind of life from the way i don't want to confuse you but i want you to know something we're using the word biology you see the your body your soul and your spirit all of them have their different life source so the life source of your spirit is called zoe 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 is a kind of life and that life is actually the very life of God. So Zoe is the life of your spirit. And the life of your soul is called Psyche. Psyche. P-S-Y-C-H-E. It is from that word we had psychology. And psychology deals much with your mind your soul and everything so psyche actually is the life of your soul and the life of your body is called bios b-i-o-s bios bios that is the life of your body so biology actually is speaking of the study of life where this kind of life is the life of the human body not necessarily the human body but the life of the body because when we are speaking of biology it is not only about the human being but any other physical thing that has life and that life is actually bios i don't know if you are all following me good good 
so then so we have biology um it is the study of life so logic actually is the study of and i told you eschatology eschar speaks of end times or the end or the last times or moments then logic speaks of the study of so eschatology actually means study of the end times studying of the end times when you are studying the end times eschatology eschatology now one of the things i want all of you to actually understand you see <laughs> i want to be very plain with you this is one of the reasons why there are different denominations even in the christian church eschatology it is one of the reasons why there are different denominations even in the body of christ at first at first when paul used to go and do his apostolic work by establishing churches what paul does was that when he goes to a place like ephesus and he preaches and wins souls for christ he will establish a church and that church paul does not name it miracle working power center paul does not name it hand of god international ministries paul does not name it he doesn't have any specific name for it all that paul will say is that this is the church of the lord jesus christ in ephesus so if they had about five of them in ephesus they would just give specific numbers or specific you know congregational names to them it is like going to a place like accra um let's say a place like wager and when you went to wager they have about 15 pentecost churches the same church of pentecost so now they will start giving them specific names that will differentiate them one from another so they will say this one is called um jehovah nisi temple this one is called grace temple this one is called better congregation this one is called grace congregation i don't know if you are getting the picture here good but it is the same church of pentecost so you see the church of jesus christ was one it was called the church that is all the church it did not have any specific name like the church of pentecost nothing the church so if they have let's say a place like cape coast about 15 churches all that they will call they will call one maybe um grace temple this one is also maybe um faith tabernacle this one is this this one is this. but the name actually is called the church and the church actually is not really a name church means the body of christ the body of christ and let me just touch a little bit on when I, when when the bible says the body of christ what does it mean the body of christ can somebody explain a little bit the body of christ 
try and break it down when we say body of christ like what what is it trying to what picture is it trying to paint the body of christ any submission here Okay, Prince said what Christ is made of. Okay, okay, that is also a point. Okay, um, somebody has lifted the hand. Okay, you can also, if you have anything to say about that. I want to break things down a little bit for you too, because there are many things we don't know. And that is why we are getting confused day in and day out. There are foundational things we need to be aware of. When we say church, what is church? Church is not the building over there no church is not the building that that story building that they have no 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 no. that's not the church even though let me try and um, break it down the word church is the same as body of christ the body of christ the word church is the same as the body of christ and the word church is the greek word ecclesia ecclesia e k k l e s i a ecclesia ecclesia and the word ecclesia actually means called out ones the called out ones those that have been called out of a multitude those that have been called out of a multitude they are known as the church so now the church is not a building where are you calling the building from the church actually is the people the church is the people so when we gather in a temple the temple is just a tabernacle even right now the bible we made mention of the fact that our bodies actually are the, the temple of god our bodies are the temple so that, that edifice we enter into is actually just a place of convergence where the church is actually gathering are you getting it are you getting the picture you need to understand some of these things else you will lose a lot of things in what we are about to say you need to get it good now this church which is the called out ones that means anybody that believes in the lord jesus christ has become part of the church because you have been called out of the world now once you are called out of the world you have become a part of the church ecclesia the called out ones now even the church there are groups there are dimensions we are all not the same let me be frank with you didn't you see what um you heard what jesus said many are called but few are chosen so even among the church we that are called out from the world in angazam there are some of them that are chosen And even though those that have been chosen, there are, f- <coughs> I don't know how to say, because this one, we that were called, we were many, because many are called. But when we were called, 
few of us were chosen. And aside the few that have been chosen, very little of the few have been found faithful. So there are three main dimensions of ascendancy in the church. We have the called out ones, which is normal. Once you believe in the Lord Jesus, you are part of the called. But aside that, there are few that will qualify to being chosen. Then after the few have been qualified to being chosen, among those few people, little of them will be selected. And they were not just selected, they were found faithful. That means if you are chosen, you need to be found to be found means you are working, you are faithful, and the Lord is searching. So God is actually searching for faithful ones who are among the chosen. So you don't just need to be, oh, I have believed in the Lord Jesus, so I am saved, I am part of the church. That is not what God actually is looking for. That actually is not what God is looking for. You need to ascend into the point of becoming part of them that have been chosen. Their assignment is quite different. And among them that have been chosen, God calls out little that have been found faithful. And those people too, their assignment is different. When all these three categories of believers die, they don't stay in the same place in heaven. Put this at the back of your mind. I'm just laying a foundation. So somebody just received the Lord Jesus Christ and a person died. He can never go and sit on the throne that Paul is sitting. He can't even get close to Paul. Because what Paul did for the Lord, has this person done some? So put this at the back of the No matter what you think, we are not the same. Don't let anybody deceive you. We are all the same. We are all the same. It's not true. It is not true. Somebody gave his life for the gospel to reach all of us here in Africa. What have you done for the Lord? What have you done? Your mother died because said, I prayed God did not heal my mother. So me, I won't serve God again. Hey! <laughs> Very funny. Funny you. People left their wives and children to propagate the gospel. Some of them were skinned alive. So they burned some of them while they were not dead. All because they said they would never renounce the Lord Jesus. They want to proclaim. Some people mentioned Jesus' name. They cut off their heads. They beheaded them. And you want to go and sit on the same throne with this kind of person in heaven? Hey, rethink, rethink, rethink. By the time I'm done, you will know where you are, you are found, where you find yourself. Whether you are just part of the cult, or you are the part of the chosen, or you have been found faithful. You understand what I mean? So I'm just breaking things down. Now, so from the perspective of God, when God is actually looking at those that have believed in the Lord Jesus, God sees them in different dimensions. Follow me. I don't want you to miss it. When we say the church, to God, to God, how God sees the church is different from the way the church sees themselves. And that is one of the reasons why we have problems. So before God, when we say the church, God is actually not seeing individuals. He is seeing one, one man, one personality, King. That is the church. To God, that is the church. And he sees the individuals actually to be 
parts of that man's body. Are you following me? So the church is actually a body, one body. Not many, many bodies. The church is one, before the very sight of God, the church is one body standing there like one person with all those that have believed in the Lord Jesus to be part. So it is just like a child is being formed in the mother's womb. At the third, let me say the first trimester, which is the third month of the pregnancy, certain parts of the child's body would not have been developed. At the um, fourth month, certain parts would not have been developed. Fifth month, certain parts of the child's body would not have been developed. But at a certain point, you realize that all these parts are coming. But even the child, when you even give birth to the child, there are still certain parts of the child that have not been developed. Example is the teeth. So the child has to grow to a certain point before the teeth will start growing. Are you getting the picture here? Good. Good. So, aside God, seeing the church as one, just one body, he also sees the church as a building. A building. And this kind of building was built with stones. 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 So, they actually arranged stones. To build an edifice so every person that has believed in the Lord Jesus has become a stone so the Bible said Peter said we also as lively stones we also as lively stones lively stones first Peter chapter 2 verse 5 he said ye also as lively stones are built up a spiritual house and holy priesthood to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God by Jesus Christ. So we are lively stones that are being used to build up a certain spiritual house. And that spiritual house is called the church. Are you getting the picture? Good. So now God sees us as a build, as stones being used to build a, a particular house, and that house actually is the temple. And God also sees us as one particular being. But the beauty of this whole thing is that even one person who is like a lively stone that must connect to another and other many others for the building to be erected this lively stone on its own can also be said it is a church i don't know if you are getting the picture here good so you can say it individually that i am the church when we all add ourselves together we are the church but God actually ordained this thing so that 
we all add up together in order to bring up this idea of church because church was not meant to be just a physical person only one no god actually prepared the church is like an organization it is like a movement it is actually like an institution and you know when you are, a person is starting an institution you don't only need the managing director or the ceo there are many people you need you need a secretary you need a treasurer you need a whole lot of people for an institution to stand that is how the church is now let me start talking to you about what we, when we say body of christ what does he mean now i made you to understand that there is a slight difference between jesus and christ a slight and this is a big difference no and sometimes we need to have understanding into these things there's a slight difference between jesus and christ the same way there's a difference between your body and your spirit you know your body is not your spirit you know that and you know your spirit is not your body because there are many things going on inside your spirit that are yet to manifest in your body are you getting the picture so god has a plan that a time is coming where whatever is inside your spirit will reflect solely in your body and at that point your body will be changed and to look exactly like your spirit this is the journey we are actually moving on and the day Is it okay now? All right, good. So now, I made a statement that there's a slight difference between Jesus and Christ. It is the same way there's a slight difference between your body and your spirit. You are like fully aware that your spirit is different from your body. Your body is not your spirit and your spirit is not your body. There are many things that God has actually prepared. When God wants to give something to a man, it is first received by the spirit, transferred to the soul before it manifests in the body. So the body actually has become the last resort. It has become the agent of manifestation. This is why the Bible said in the book of Ephesians chapter 1 verse 3 that Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in Christ Jesus in heavenly places. So you see, there are blessings that God has already blessed us with. But now, look at what the Bible said. These blessings have been blessed. It has been released. They are spiritual blessings. God has blessed us with them in Christ. Inside Christ Jesus and that same Christ Jesus is in the heavenly places. That means if you want to bring this blessing into the physical, you must go into Christ who is in the heavenly place and pull it. How then? 
do you go into Christ and put that blessing into manifestation? That is what I want you to understand. So now the whole question is, where is Christ in you? Christ is inside your spirit. So it is inside our spirit that we draw all these spiritual blessings from. And do you know what the Bible said? The Bible actually said that this Christ in whom you are blessed, he is in the heavenly places. So if Christ is in the heavenly places and Christ is in your spirit, then what at all is your spirit? Can somebody understand what I'm, I'm trying to This one is algebraic expression. This one is simultaneous equation. You can just do substitution, you are gone. You need to understand some of these simple, simple things before we go deep into eschatology. So first, understand. Now, so you see, Jesus, in the book of Matthew chapter 18, the word of God said that Jesus Christ gathered the disciples and asked them a certain question. He said, who do men say that I am? And they started saying, some said, oh, some said you are Elijah, some say you are this, some say you are this. Said, okay, forget about the sum. Now, who do you say that I am? The Bible said, all of a sudden, Peter declared to Jesus, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus said to Peter, Thou art Peter, for flesh and blood did not reveal this to you. That means the name Christ was hidden. Nobody knew Jesus as Christ. Nobody knew him as Christ. They all knew him as Jesus. That is what it took. He said, it is, this one is only from my Father which is in heaven. That means it was only God that knew that Jesus was Christ. All that they knew was that he was Jesus. And you know, that Jesus was a name that was given to him by his father, Joseph. So you see, Jesus is known. Everybody was calling him Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. But people did not know that he was Christ. Ah, So you see, this one can let you know that even though they are calling you prince, there is a certain name only God knows. <laughs> and that name definitely is the name of a certain part of you. So which part of you actually bears that name that only God knows? Now let's explain. Because the Bible normally called Jesus Christ you see, when Isaiah was speaking in the book of Isaiah chapter 9, he said, unto us a child is born and a son is given. So Isaiah actually spoke of one particular, just one baby that is being born but had two dimensions. A part of this baby was born but another part of the baby was given. And the part of the baby that was born was called a child. But the part that was given was called a son. How? The Bible said in John 3, 16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. So the son, it was God that gave. 
and this son that God gave, it is only God that knows the name of the son. But the child that was born, it is only the parents that can give the name. So the child that was born was named Jesus. But the son that was given, it was only God that had that name. And that is what Peter brought into the mind of the father to declare that this is the Christ. So the name of the son is Christ, but the name of the child is Jesus. So there's a difference between the child and the son. It is just a slight difference. But we add all of them together to get one personality. Are you, are you getting the picture here? Good. So now you see, as you are walking here on this earth, there are many things your spirit has already picked up many, many years ago before your body will start walking in it. And your spirit has a name that God gave it. You need to know the name of your spirit. The name of every man's spirit is his assignment on this earth. So Jesus came to the earth. His assignment was called Christ. If only Jesus lived on earth as Jesus, he wouldn't have fulfilled his assignment. The assignment of a man on the earth is actually the name of his spirit. Write it down. The assignment of a man on the earth is the name of his spirit. And you know something? When a man is walking on this earth, what he's doing is that he's pulling his spirit to, to fuse with his body. Are you getting the point here? So all that we are doing right now is to fuse our spirits to our bodies. There is a certain intermediary. It is either the one that is blocking our spirit or the one that is allowing our spirit to enter into our bodies. Because the energy level of your spirit, when there is no soul, it would dissolve your body because your body is a fallen body. The energy level of your spirit is so strong. It is stronger than anything in the universe. I'm telling you, the spirit of man is the only place that God would love to stay. God, he said, even the heavens are not pleasant in his sight. In the book of Job. The Bible said, God, he charges his angels with folly and the heavens are not pleasant in his sight. Hey, heaven, know that you are trying to run away and go to. The Bible said, it is not pleasant in the sight of God. <laughs> and all the time when you look at the Bible, God is yearning to dwell inside the spirit of man. Hey. So you see, when God prepares, so you see, God actually made heaven eh, to be the starting point so that he will create something that he actually wants to live in and he will now come and dwell it is like you are looking for um an apartment to go and lodge but your money is not up to so you just think let me wait for a while and stay in this normal one that i am in right now and wait for my money to you know add up 
then I'll go and live in my wonderful apartment, the one that I've been dreaming about. So as you are living in that old one, it is not the one you want. You are actually, you know, adding some money to some money to some money to get the proper one you are looking for. Good. That is what has become. So that is heaven and the spirit of man. Heaven is just the place that God says, you let me just wait here and prepare man and I will go and dwell inside the man. This was the secret that nobody understood that God would be in man. It was, the devil never thought that that thing could ever happen. All right, good. So you see, when a man, so when Jesus actually lived out the Christ, which is the spirit, so the spirit, as you are walking here, as prince you are here, your body is called prince, but your spirit has a different name. The name of every Christian, the name of every Christian spirit is Christ, but not necessarily the general Christ. <laughs> Are you getting what I'm trying to say? When I say some of these things, you need to understand. Because, you see, we are all here to fulfill a certain destiny. And that destiny means, Paul said, when it pleased God, who separated me from my mother's womb, to reveal his son in me. So, you see, the reason why God made Paul to be born was that Christ will be revealed. So the revelation of Christ is our destiny. That is our, our purest assignment and destiny from, from heaven. The revelation of Christ, that is our destiny on this earth. You see, and this Christ is locked up in us. So the Bible says, Christ in you, the hope of glory. Christ is inside us all. So when we manifest that Christ on the outside, there will be a certain glory. And that glory is what God will be glorified with. And when God is glorified with that glory, it will affect our bodies. The, this glory must be found inside our bodies because Christ is locked up in your spirit. And Christ is not supposed to be locked in your spirit. He is supposed to be revealed. That is why we are here. We are here. So the revelation of Christ, will be, we have to push it from the, our spirit through our soul, then it manifests in our body. So I told you, as Christ is inside your spirit right now, he is actually called the truth. When he moves out of your spirit and enters into your soul, he is called grace. When he moves out of your soul and enters your body, he is called glory. That is when God will be glorified. That is so. What your body actually is looking for is called glory, nothing else, nothing else. Because when we sinned, we fell short of God's glory, and that glory is what God is bringing back. And the way that God is bringing back that glory is called revealing or the revelation of Christ. So, you see, when Christ enters inside a man's spirit, we all will not manifest Christ in the same way. This is what you need to understand. We all will not reveal Christ in the same way. Because our souls and our bodies 
are different. Yeah. <laughs> we, are, we, are, we are going deeper. I don't want to miss my point on eschatology. Today is just introduction. That's why I want to just give out these um, foundations before we move on. We all will know, not everybody will take the microphone and stand on the altar or the pulpit and preach and prophesy. No. Not everybody will become a prophet. Not everybody will enter into the fivefold ministry. But we are all Christians and we must reveal Christ. That means that there must be a way that without being a preacher or among the fivefold ministry, there must be another way that the revelation of Christ must be fulfilled inside you. Are you getting the picture? Good. It does not mean that if you are not a, if you are not in the fivefold ministry, you can't manifest Christ. That is not true. That is not true. There are many people who are who can see visions, hear vo- the voice of God. Go, they can have word of knowledge. Everything is deep, but they are not on the pulpit. They are not. They are not pastors. They are not prophets in church. They are medical doctors. And when people come to the consulting room, they don't just prescribe drugs. <laughs> they look inside their eyes and say, do you know, this issue you have brought to the hospital, a certain auntie, who is your, bra- your father's sister, caused this issue. Do you remember the last three years? It was around the 27th of April. You moved here, you moved here, you moved here. You moved. There is a doctor, a medical doctor. So do you know this, this, this? He said, yes, 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 I remember. Hey, how did you know? Don't worry about how I got to know. But you know, this one is not much more medical. Let me just help you with something. Kneel down. Then the doctor will lay hands. You will lay hands and instantly the lady falls under the anointing and that spiritual issue just gets broken. And after that he said, it is settled. You know what? Let me give you some food supplements. When you go, take this, take this. Eat, eat well. Drink a lot of water. Take in a lot of fruit. This, this. That is all. That is all. This one is also after that. Before you get out, are you a believer? I don't know. What, what is believer? Do you know the Lord Jesus Christ? I've heard of Jesus, but me, I don't. I am a Muslim. Okay. Um, can I take your number? Um, because there are a lot of people outside that want to come in for you know um, care. So you I will call you and hey, and you know, doctor then a number amount over friend ten 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 ten. Especially those ladies that the education will come say over a doctor. Ah a are you getting the picture here? Yeah. So, that is it. Not all of us will stand on the altar. Not all of us will preach on the pulpit. But there are many people doing greater works than what those who are standing on the pulpits are doing. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. So you see, when Jesus was walking on the earth, there was a certain assignment inside him. That assignment was locked up in his spirit. It was his spirit actually called Christ. Nobody knew. So as you are walking on this earth, nobody will know your assignment. It is, your, it is actually your spirit. 
And the Bible says that no one knows what is in a man except the spirit of the man. You don't know what man is supposed to become except his spirit. That is actually what contains the deeper dimension of a person's assignment on this earth. So your spirit actually is your assignment. And your spirit has its move inside your soul. So now we can say your spirit is having its residence in a certain dimension of your soul. Are you getting the picture? Now, when, what happens here is that when a person fulfills his assignment, this is what it means. It means that you have actually dragged your spirit to become one with your body. I don't know if you are getting what I'm trying to say. Good. It means you have dragged your spirit to become one with your body. And at that point, the name of your spirit is actually added to you because there, it doesn't look like there's a difference between your body and your spirit. They look one. It was from that time that Jesus actually became the Lord Jesus Christ. That is when he resurrected from the dead. And the Bible said the moment he resurrected from the dead, God gave him a name that is above every other name. Listen, the name of your spirit actually is a name that is above every other name. <laughs> I don't want to go into details. And it's actually the name of the Lord. The name of the Lord. So once you fulfill your assignment, you shall be called Prince Christ. Once you fulfill your assignment, you shall be called Rebecca Christ. My God, isn't this beautiful? And this Christ is what nobody can even fish out from your system right now. So as you are working, everybody calls you Prince. They are all calling you Rebecca. They are all calling you Adwa. They just don't know. There is something called Christ on the inside of you. That is why one of the devil's attacks is to let a man know that there is no Christ in him. This is why we say, Christ in you, the hope of glory. As I am walking, I hope that a certain glory is about to manifest. And anytime I walk to a place, I make sure I manifest the glory. Do you, do you know that the Bible said in the book of John chapter 2 that there was a certain marriage ceremony in Canaan of Galilee where Jesus, his mother, and the disciples also went there. And the Bible said they got to a point in time when they were in need of wine. Then Mary said to them, go to Jesus. When they went to him, he said, mother, what do I have to do with thee? For my time has not yet come. And all of a sudden, the woman said, I don't care what you are saying. No. The woman looked in the eyes of the people and said, whatever he tells you to do, do it. Then the woman left. Then all of a sudden, Jesus said, go and gather barrels. Pour water into them. And after he, you pour water into them, now fetch those waters and go and give to the people. That is wine. My God. And the people started doing that. And the people were drinking and said, ah! So you have this wonderful wine there. You did not bring it. You have, you have caused us to drink the nonsense ones. And you are now bringing these ones. The Bible said, and this was the first miracle that Jesus did. And he manifested for his glory. That means doing of miracles in a way is a manifestation of God's glory. So we manifest God's glory by healing the sick. 
we manifest the glory of God by raising the dead. We manifest the glory of God by causing the impossible to be made possible through the Spirit. Are you getting the picture here? Good. Good. So you see, and the moment your spirit fuses with your body, this body loses its natural, its, its naturalness. I don't know if there is a word like that. Because the energy level of your spirit is so high. That is why you even need the soul. Before you can live the life of your spirit on this earth. You even need a soul. So the soul actually becomes the intermediate between your spirit and your body. If you are bringing your spirit straight to your body, oh, right now your body would have melted and disappeared. So your soul is actually the intermediate. It is the inter, inter, intermediary line that is between your body and your spirit. And that is why the devil's attack is actually against our souls. Because he knows that once he hijacks your soul, life from your spirit will not flow. And there is nothing God can do about it. He knows that. He knows. So he actually wants to have mastery over everybody's soul. And that soul is what, when man sinned against God, that is what the devil held into captivity. So Jesus actually came to save our souls. And after saving our souls, our bodies still are in subjection to the natural laws and because our bodies are subjected to the natural laws the devil controls the natural laws like something so as our bodies are you know subjected to the natural laws and the devil is controlling the natural laws it means he's actually controlling our bodies he's controlling our bodies so that means if we decide not to live the life of the spirit from the inside out, it means we have actually become the food of the devil. That is what the Bible said. And it takes what we call faith to draw the life from your spirit into your physical body. And there are so many ways that God is actually causing that life from our spirit to enter. So that Zoe life, the life of your spirit, it is actually the life the Bible calls eternal life. Eternal life. Eternal life. Anybody who has not believed in the Lord Jesus does not have that life. It is the very life of God. The way God lives is that life. How God says, let there be light and light appears, that is the life we are talking about here. That is that, that, is that life the Bible is speaking of. When this life is on the inside of you, you enter a place, light appears. When God appears at a place and the, the wicked ones begin to shake, that is the same thing that must happen to you. But this kind of life does not manifest automatically. It must be worked out. This is what the Bible actually calls salvation. Because salvation means eternal life. And the Bible says in the book of Philippians chapter 2 verse 12, the Bible says that work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. Work out your own salvation with fear and trembling, for it is God who worketh in you both to will and to do according to his good pleasure. Working out your salvation does not mean trying to do good so that you can go to heaven. No, salvation is actually the eternal life of God on the inside of you. 
So the life of God is, is locked up in your spirit. You need to work it out. That is when we say you are saved. That is salvation. And you know, that salvation is actually the salvation of your body. Let me tell you. Until the life of God flows into your body, your body is not saved. It is still... Un- you see the reason why sometimes you can just, you know, pray, ah, you are, at least you are, you are growing in the things of God's muscle. Then one lady will come and worry you, ah, then grab. <laughs> oh! Oh! Hmm. You are forced, at least, God, they were forced for three weeks in it. Three weeks in it, you have not tasted pepper. Three weeks, no, no pepper taste. At least you are growing small, small. All of a sudden, Somebody said, all of us have found him. From nowhere, Sister Joycelyn enters your room. She becomes your friend within two days. Hey, Sister Joycelyn, you have made me taste pepper. <laughs> you don't know. Adulugu <laughs> gadagata. What's up, the red one or the red pepper, red pepper. Huh. Charlie, when it is not in the food, you are not happy. But when they add it to the food and you eat and it's too much to you are crying. Just your more but also. I don't want to go there. What I'm trying to say is that the Bible said, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. Look at the state of your body right now. Eh? Look at the state of your body. Mosquitoes will step on your, your skin after three days. Cream. You, you are shivering on the bed. When we switch on the fan, please, 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 it's cold, it's cold. Put it off. What are you talking about? Malaria. Every kind of sickness. What kind of lifestyle is this one? Meanwhile, there is a life. There is a life that walks on the sea. Mm. There is a life that speaks to demons and they disappear. There is a life. When it enters the dark place, the place lights up. There is a certain kind of life. No matter how the world speaks, when that life speaks, every other law disappears. It is a breakage of all protocols. There is a life. When it is on the inside of a man, sicknesses are very afraid. They don't get close. There is a certain kind of life. It does not die. There is a certain kind of life. This is the life God called us to live. It is not the life of bios. We have been called to live Zoe. We have been called to walk in Zoe. We have not been called to walk in psyche or bios. We are not biologists. We are zoists. Aya ketupa We are zoists. We speak to situations and they change. Ah, for me to work out this kind of life, don't worry, I will go and hide. Sometimes I will deprive my body from receiving bios. Why? How do I do that? I will fast. 
when i fast what i do is that i am telling bios you will not grow again but this time around i am giving room for zoe to replace bios and i begin to fast when i begin to fast and i begin to speak in other tongues i am re- i am pulling out the zoe life to fix the place where bios could not fail and all of a sudden it was a point where i went for interview and they told me i i I couldn't qualify but i entered my room and locked the door then i began to speak in other tongues this kind of life does not permit me to be taken out of a context this kind of life makes me the first all the time therefore lord and as you begin to fire in tongues after two hours you will receive a call and they will say that tomorrow come for your appointment later my god my god this kind of life does not permit us to be taken out of any competition it is a life it is a life. It is a life. Listen, you can choose to live your life like a mere man, no problem. You would die like a mere man. I'm telling you. But those that have seen that, no, 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 this is not the life God did for me. No, there is a Christ in me, and I must live that Christ. That is my life. Do you, do you know what Paul said? Go and read the book of Galatians, chapter 2. Paul made a statement. He said, For I am crucified with Christ. You do you know what? Paul is saying that now my bios is dead with Christ. <laughs> my bios is already dead. Nevertheless, I live. But this kind of life is not bios, it is called Christ. It is Christ that is living through this body. If you see me watching something, I am not the one watching me, I am dead. But Christ is living. So we are actually Christ's walking on this earth. Wherever we appear, it is Christ that has appeared. It is when you become conscious of this and you begin to work it out, that is when you begin to see manifestations that you have never seen before in your entire life. Ah. It is called the life of God. The very life of God. The very life. Do you know? This life was locked up in Jesus. The Bible said when Jesus was on the cross, he couldn't die. They did everything to him, but he couldn't die. But later, when he, he prayed that God should forgive them, the Bible said, and he gave up the ghost. And he gave up the ghost. Do you know that ghost? The Holy Ghost. <laughs> the Holy Ghost. He gave up the ghost. That is the Holy Ghost. Hmm. And he said, when he gave up the Holy Ghost, he released the Holy Ghost into the hands of the Father. And his body went off. And later, the Father sent the Holy Ghost to come and raise that body that was laid off. And this time around, when the Holy Ghost was coming to raise the body, he came with other elements. So that when he enters into the body and the body wakes up, it will not be the old body they knew, but a different kind of body. So the Bible said in the book of Romans chapter 8, verse 11, 
that if the same spirit of him that raised Jesus from the dead dwelleth in you, then he shall quicken your mortal bodies by the same spirit that dwelleth on the east. It was the Holy Ghost that raised the body of Jesus. So if the Holy Ghost has been sent into you, his assignment is to change your physical body and make it a glorious body. So the Holy Ghost who has been sent into you actually is the Christ inside you. And when we say Christ in you, you say there is a hope of glory. What glory is this? It is the glory of my body. And when your body is changed into the glorious body that God has prepared, then it shall be said that we have been saved. Our body has been saved. There is a certain salvation and this salvation is what the bible talks about that we should grow and we should pull that from that that salvation so the bible says that Philippians chapter 2 verse 12, work out your own salvation, work out your own salvation, work out your own salvation, work out your own salvation. This salvation is actually the life of God. It is the Holy Ghost. It is the Christ that is on the inside of us. As we work him, we need to work. It is a work that must be done. It is a work. And this work starts with a place where we call faith. That is why faith without works is dead. Definitely when you have faith, there must be a certain work. And that work is what draws the life of God, which is locked up in your spirit, even into the natural. People of God, we have come to work out our salvation. Ah, we remember when the other time, when... Adam was speaking to the lions when he calls them there is a convocation all manner and all varieties and all forms and species of, of lions will gather before Adam and he will speak to them you go to the territorial regions of the west you go to the north you go to the south but this time around a man steps into the forest and even lions are coming to devour him there has been a change something happened when man ate of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil we fell short of the glory of god it was the glory of god that all things in this world were afraid of it was the glory of god that gave us the authority to command all things in the universe the moment we fell short of the glory we fell and became normal like all things but jesus christ came back and resided in our spirits so that the glory we lost we can tame that glory inside our spirit but this time around we can still not command animals we look in, in, in the face of the lion and we cannot still command it even though there is a glory in our spirit why because the glory is not supposed to reside in your spirit it must manifest in your body you need to work it out it is your salvation until that glory manifests in your body you cannot be saved in front of a lion until that glory is manifested in your body your salvation the salvation of your body has not been completed that is why we are here and let's people of god the beauty of this whole thing is that god has tied the liberation of the entire universe to the glory of our bodies until our bodies are saved when we say our bodies have been saved it means that our bodies are no more under the laws of the universe our bodies are no more being controlled by the devil because right now when you look at a naked woman there are certain laws that will govern you if you are not careful you will end up committing fornication you will end up raping somebody there are a set there are a whole lot of laws that govern our minds you just watch a certain naked picture and all of a sudden there are voices echoing in your ears there are spirits pushing you to do what 
what you don't want to do. So Paul said, Oh wretched man that I am, who shall deliver me from this body of death? This body is being controlled by spirits and laws we are not aware of. We don't want to do certain things. So Paul said, Right now, the things I don't want to do, they are the very things I do, and the things I want to do, I can't do them. Why? Because there are spirits controlling this body this body when it fell from god's glory became the food of the devil god has sent a remedy it is the christ inside our spirit until we work that christ out even though the christ is on the inside of us still we will look like we are we are we are nothing in this world even though the christ is inside our spirit it will look like there is nothing that can happen there is nothing good in our lives this is why we need to groan that is why we pray in tongues that is why sometimes we hide we put our two hands on our heads and we begin to cry and groan there is a realm where we get to we don't even want to pray for car anymore we lose interest in physical things all that we are groaning for is that our bodies will emerge our bodies will begin to radiate the life of god we enter the hospital just to pray for our sister that is sick and all of a sudden the dead are rising and all of a sudden those that are sick are getting up all because our presence entered the hospital this is when we say a man is manifesting eternal life you don't necessarily need to lay hands and pray the bible says shadows of peter Peter was just walking. His shadow fell into a room. There was a dead man in that room. And the moment the shadow of Peter fell on that dead man, the guy came back to life when Peter himself was not aware. People of God, handkerchiefs and aprons were taken from the body of Paul. The Bible, the Bible made it specific. Handkerchiefs and aprons were taken from the body of Paul. This kind of body is different. What body did Paul have that even aprons that were taken from this body did wonderful things? The Bible said a time came, there was a venomous snake that bit Paul. And when this snake bit Paul, they were all expecting that within one minute, Paul will fall down and die. But the Bible said, Paul, he shook that snake into the fire and he continued preaching and nothing happened to him. Then all the people said, no, this one might be the ghost that has visited us. People understand that there are certain natural things. By all means, they must happen to a man when he enters into a certain territory. But once you enter into that territory and still those natural things have no power over you, it means there is a God that has appeared in that system. People of God, this God we are talking about is actually the eternal life. He is locked up in your spirit. Don't go and look elsewhere. He is inside your spirit. That is the Zoe life. There is a way to draw it out. One of them is called tongue speaking. One of them is called holy communion. We do these things to draw, to, to work out our salvation. We draw the light of God. We draw the life of God from our spirit into our bodies. And when the body begins to be with the light of the spirit, when the body begins to begin to vibrate at the energy level that the spirit is already vibrating then it will look like we stand under a tree that witches normally stand on and when we live there witches can no more go to that tree again because there is a certain government we have set under that tree wherever we step we leave a government over there we enter a house we leave a government there witches can no more operate this is when we see 
a man is manifesting the kingdom of God. When you stand, the Bible says that the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but the kingdom of God is, is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. The kingdom of God is not just in word, but the kingdom of God is the demonstration of the power of God. You stand anywhere, you dethrone territorial demons. You go to a place and you say, Demons, I have come to manifest the glory of God. You better hide. If you come out, you die, and no demon comes out. That is when we say a man has superior authority over the systems of the world. The doctor told you that you have fibroid. You go and say, This is not fibroid. This is actually twins inside my womb. You put oil on your belly, you rub it, and after three months, you went to the hospital. They said, Ah, you have twins in we take no other report aside that which the Lord has already declared. That is when we begin to live a life that men do not understand. People of God, what I'm saying is not just stories. It is possible. We have seen men that have walked in that dimension. We have seen men that spoke to satan as if he was a small boy and there was nothing the guy could do there is a realm where we get to where we begin to walk in the realm of god and the bible says that for with god nothing is impossible all things are possible with god and the same way the bible said that all things are possible with them that believe that means your believing must bring you to the realm of god where you begin to command like god and when we believe we don't just believe the bible says that we believe and we work it out for faith without works is dead even as the body without the spirit listen the body without the spirit is dead anybody without the spirit is dead any physical body without the spirit is dead what i mean what am i trying to say inside your spirit is the zoe life of god until zoe life enters your body any kind of life that is in your body is already dead any kind of life that is inside your body is death already whether it is psyche or bios it is already dead until zoe enters into you god does not see you as a living personality this is why you need the life of god this is why you need eternal life how then do we get eternal life the bible says in the book of john chapter 3 verse 16 for god so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have zoe <laughs> whosoever believeth in him should not perish but will have so way this is the life of god it is by believing that opens that doorway for us to experience the life of god people of god you can be saved but without faith you cannot experience the salvation of god and when we get saved it is our souls that have been saved but then our bodies must also be saved because we have been saved we know we took the lord jesus as our personal savior but still fornication has not stopped and this one degree this actually does not give glory to god we know we have believed in the lord jesus but we still lie we know we have believed in the lord Jesus. sometimes we pray for hours yes we stand in church we give offerings but still we cannot stop gossiping ah we do we have done a lot of things for god but still there are certain weaknesses in our bodies that we can't even tame there is a life that can swallow up all these negative things it is called zoe why how do we do that it is by calling it forth we cry out we groan that is when we say you are manifesting your sonship when the christ on the inside of you begin to manifest this is the christ that is the son of god so as we groan we manifest the son of god people of god that is what all creation are waiting for they are waiting for the manifestation of the sons of god hey christ is in you christ is in 
in me, Christ is in your mother, Christ is in your father. As we begin to grow, and we are lifted to a certain realm where we don't even remember that somebody stole our money where we don't even remember somebody snatched our boyfriend where we don't even remember somebody stepped on our toes it in, in that realm forgiveness is natural it is in that realm we don't even lay hold of people's sins against them it is in that realm we don't think of any other thing in that realm we easily forgive because we are walking in a certain dimension we are not meddling with emotional things in that way we begin to fire prayer somebody thought that he was trying to you know um, fraud you but you just say ah you are the one that need it take that money and you focus on higher things by the time you realize that money the person took from you you have received eighteen thousand times of it that is when we say a man is living a higher life when you hide in your room and say lord i need to build schools i need to build hospitals i need to win more souls for you i need money to get instruments lord show yourself you stand in your room and you begin to speak to your bank account let them be filled with money and angels are assigned angels are put under pressure to release wealth into your account there is a realm people of god there is a realm of life where we get to we begin to manifest god's life as if god is the one walking on the earth it is possible it is possible hallelujah oh this is eternal life eternal life eternal life it is not about dying and going to heaven it is about expressing god on the earth yeah 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 it is not about dying and going to heaven ah there is a peak of eternal life when we even manifest it on the earth it will be difficult for death to come to you mm-hmm. there is a certain level of this eternal life when you begin to walk in it death runs away from you Oh Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Jesus. <laughs> we are actually talking about introduction to eschatology. Oh, look at where we are moving. Como Husahata. Feligo People of God. Do you know what the Bible said? Somebody should post Ephesians chapter 1, verse 10. 
let's look at what God is trying to achieve in our walk on this earth. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 10. Oh, thank you, Holy Ghost. The Bible says that in the dispensation of the fullness of the times, he might gather together in one all things in Christ, both which are in heaven and which are on earth. This is beautiful. Do you know what God is trying to achieve? The Bible, I love this one. ESV says, as a plan for the fullness of time, to unite all things in him things in heaven and things on earth i love this this is actually the plan of god that at the end of all things everything will be united in christ what what, what do we mean by everything will be united in christ that means everything will look like christ This is actually the plan of God. This is the destiny of God. The destiny of God is Christ. And this is so beautiful. Christ also is our destiny. Somebody has a great testimony. <laughs> Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. Wow. I think there was so, a, a, a strong anointing on my birthday. I don't know. Most of the things that I declared, they are just manifesting like something. My God. Somebody said that she joined my birthday, um, the podcast. And the moment she joined, I declared that every i am changing every resource from d to b as she said that they released the results on wednesday and the results was actually d but she went to check again and it has been changed to b ah jesus christ of nazareth <laughs> hey. i'm going to screenshot this and post it on the whatsapp page and very soon, people of God, you see what God is doing? Amazing things. Amazing things. Oh, Jesus. Amazing. Amazing. Wow. Hey, under this anointing and through this testimony, I declare, if you are having any results in your portal, that is a disgrace to your next level. I change it in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. I change it in Jesus' name. All right. Last. All right, I'm going to, those of you who are not on the WhatsApp page, you can send me a text on WhatsApp. I will add you to the page. All right. I said this um, in church. I told the people that 
anybody that gets um, CGPA of 3.5 and above, I'm going to give the person 500 Ghana cities. That is just for the semester. After I declared that, about three weeks later, I was praying and God showed me the number of people that are getting 3.5. I said, yeah. <laughs> I wish I could go and change what I said, but I... <laughs> hey, you know when I said that the, the guys did not sleep again. Hey. They can come to church on Sunday, you look in their eyes and you know that they have not slept all night. It's in the 500 nano numbers of much. Because I said that results. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. Sarah said, Daddy, you have to promise us something to uh, you. I know you. Oh, you, dear, I know you. You want to take my money. You, when you get 3.5, I'll, I'll clap for you. And I clap on his own back. On clap. Hey, you've been so devoured. I said, I'm Kenya, I'm Amen. <laughs> oh yeah so you see people of god let me just say this finally we are actually talking about introduction to eschatology and you know eschatology actually speaks much speaks of the end times and many of you have heard a lot of things about end times some some of you have even heard things about the second coming of christ and you know you have also heard things of um there will be resurrection of the dead all those kind of things so you see when the bible makes mention of um, eschatology when we are actually talking of eschatology we are actually speaking of matters concerning um, life after death we are actually speaking of heaven and hell we are speaking of the lake of fire we are speaking of the second coming of the lord jesus we are speaking of the resurrection of the dead we are people also talk of rapture we talk of the tribulation you know, people talk about millennium. People also talk. They, they also talk about the judgment. You know, they also talk about the new heaven and the new earth. These are certain things that they make mention of anytime they are speaking of end times. So now, the whole thing is, how do we combine all these things? What, which one comes first before, like, and what, what at all, like? What are we going to experience? And you know something? As a believer, you need to have an understanding into the end times. If, you, if, if that is not so, you are actually not working like God. Let me see. Let me explain the reason why I just said that. God is actually the one that knows the end from the beginning. Anything God wants to start today, he has already seen the end of that thing. Else he will not start it. 
So God has already seen the end. So when God wants to start a university from level 100 or the first year, undergraduate, he has already seen what is about to, he has already seen the graduation and everything that has not started. That is what we are, I'm actually talking about. He has already experienced the graduation before he even bought the forms. <laughs> so you see, once God is in level 200, you can't try to walk like him because he is already somebody who has seen his end. So when he's sleeping, don't sleep too. Don't sleep too. Because some of you, that is what you have done. You joined yourself to certain people. You slept together. When the results came, they, they, you, you didn't know anything. You thought they were just sleeping. And this, those are the people that will even let you know that studying hard is, is, is evil. Hey! You follow them and sleep, Charlie. Those people, they know what they are standing on. Some of them, as you are studying the whole book, they are actually st- studying marking scheme. They just go there to write the marking scheme. You too, you are sleeping. So that is it. God sees the end of a thing before he starts it. This is an understanding you need to get. That as a believer, you can't be walking on this earth without knowing your end. It is very dangerous. And it means you are not living like God. Because if you are living like God, you need to have an understanding of your end. And this is where, because you know what? The Bible calls the beginning of God is like it's called grace. And the end of God is called glory. So we normally sing songs. And the song says that. So Paul said, Paul made a statement and he said, When he pleased God, who separated me from my mother's womb by his grace. So it was grace that brought forth a new life called Paul. But the purpose of Paul was to reveal Christ. And the word revelation is actually the glory. So Paul was called by grace. And his assignment was to manifest glory. So grace is actually the beginning and glory is the end. That is why there is a song that says, Our strength, thy grace, our end, the glory of God. So our end is the glory of God. So the end, which is escat, must actually be God's glory. And do you know that God actually made the whole world for his glory? God actually made all things. So Paul even says that if you are anything you do, whether you eat or drink, let everything be to the glory of God. Everything in this world was made for God's glory. That means everything was made for the end. I don't know if you are getting what I'm saying because the end is the glory of God. And if God made things for his glory, then God made things for his end. Are you getting the picture? So if God made things for his end, and the end is escat, then you must study the end, which is eschatology. You don't need to walk on this earth without knowing the end of things. It is a dangerous thing. And you know, 
if you are living on this earth without knowing your end, you can easily be deceived. It is like you have started the journey from Accra, going to Kumasi, and you don't know Kumasi. They can alight you at Suhum, and you think that is where you are going. You can be deceived on your on on the way. So you see, there are many Christians walking about in on this earth. They don't know where they came from, and they don't even know where they are going. So what at all are you doing here? So you are lost in the middle of a certain world that is full of crazy and evil people. How then will you know how to get to your destination safely? You need to have understanding about eschatology. You need to know the end. And the Bible speaks much more of this. So today is just an introduction to eschatology. And we are going to talk much more about write these things down. Christian eschatology actually is looking at certain topics. The first one is called life after death. Write it down. Life after death, number one. So we are going to deal with all these topics in the study of eschatology. Life after death. Number two, heaven and hell. Heaven and hell. Number three, the second coming of Jesus. The second coming of Jesus. Hmm. Uh, we'll break things down whether it is actually called second coming or not. But you generally, let me just say it that way. It is actually not the second coming, but it has a different name. So we'll talk about that. But you generally, let's, let's write it that way, the second coming. Third, the resurrection of the dead. The resurrection of the dead. That is number four, right? Okay, number five. This one to you, let's write it. We'll talk about all these things. So, you let me just the rapture. The rapture. <laughs> number five, the rapture. Number six, millennium. The millennium. The millennium. Write it down. Number seven, right? The last judgment. The last judgment. The last judgment. And the last one is the new heaven and the new earth. The new heaven and new earth. Good. So these are the topics we are going to treat um, in our study of eschatology. So today we just gave out um, introduction and um, 
God willing, I'm believing God that I'll get the time tomorrow. I will travel, but I'm, I'm believing God that I'll surely get the time in the evening. So we start. Yeah, you know, I'm, I have a lot of rounds to make sick of my, um, you know, you understand what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you have not married before, you will not understand what I'm saying. If I go and ask Becklin, she will tell you. <laughs> Good. You have not married before. You are you are you are you are still young. You know, you are still suck, sucking your your mama's breast milk. Boys and girls, so they are boys and girls. When I can't talk plenty, you wait for me to finish marrying. Let me now worry we are seeking. Even though you're worrying me, but at least let me do my wedding. Our race is forever. You're worrying me, but at least let me do my wedding. And when I'm done with the wedding, <laughs> okay so when i'm done with my my wedding i'm going to create another whatsapp page it is only for those that are married that one weightier matters will be discussed weightier matters i will do zoom meetings that is only for um, married couples so if you are not married you are not part <laughs> all right god bless you god bless you and keep you all strong in the name of the lord jesus amen all right all right so um rademo ubiya irepa and ukunupa if you are in a godly relationship to stay in the relationship Stay focused. May God help you. Stay in the godly relationship because in name Remono, getting a godly relationship on Unia and then Sisa Tsunami wa Domina on Satobi Swa and Fenyaqua John Fenyagro. There are many people who have entered into relationships that they have they have regretted. They are looking for a new special person to grab. 
So there's a man called El Lizato. He said, If you treat your beloved like ECG, on and off, on and off, on and off, don't get worried when she gets a partner who has a generator. You get what you get what you are trying to talk about. Uh-huh. So you, you are doing on and off today. You just go here. You, you get someone who is a generator himself. Constant power supply. So don't be don't be joking. Some of you have good women, you have good men. But social media is putting pressure on you. You want the person to buy a car for you. Car. Don't demand it from a beloved. Listen to what I'm saying. So if your beloved has a car and the married, we don't marry a car, we marry a man. <laughs> Listen to what I'm saying. Some of you have vowed you will never date a man without a car. You will never marry a man without a car. You don't want to sit in um, a trot commercial bus and be fighting with people whilst you are pregnant. So me, I don't like that. I don't want a man who does not have a car. They have to be one. Also talk. Also to be a you. Also top. Now I na one na uchiya fine. And it's a new bub. One here now. You get what I mean? God bless you, especially when you are not using seat belt. My son, Prince. That is it. So some of you, that is, that is, I'm telling you, somebody say, oh, you will never date a guy who doesn't have a car. Oh, I know what I'm saying. There are many people who have that kind of mindset. Some of you too, when you are doing weddings, I've said it, and I will, I will keep saying it. You want to go and borrow money to do wedding. Hey! This is why, you see, sometimes I don't understand people. I don't know whether they they, they remove their brain, put it somewhere and talk before they fix it. Because some of the things people see, please, I don't want any small, small wedding. Me, I know my friends will be coming and I want a kind of posh wedding. You know, you know, my friend is coming from East Legon. My friend is coming from London. This one is coming from this. I didn't know money, no I didn't know moon mouse can now find your wedding. Huh? Go and take the money and do the wedding. <laughs> you talk like this, people won't understand. I've been telling you eh, that marriage is actually what is two families would do in, in the lady's house. Simple. That the one we call traditional marriage actually is the marriage. Wedding is for shaming people. Be 95% of the people that are at wedding, they are shaming. Some of them too are 
a com a comma. <laughs> you don't understand what I'm saying. We come the dinner or the people can fight over wedding jollof as if they are they are mad. Ah, can't you buy jollof? Sister Kia, one moment you, see that what we do? I've come for wedding all the way from Accra, and he didn't give me food to eat. My dear, oh, he never do an intia. Told you free Accra, bra. <laughs> all right, all right. I'm just trying to let you know. Now listen, yet they are who best son. Why? Yet they are who best son. It's as simple as that. And go your way. You don't need to go and empty your account for a wedding. Who you know if you if you write Joshua and Abu Mubi are Ubefa. And most of the time, some of you young ladies, more and more depression, it all men are so. Because most men are running from marriages, so because of the money involved. And all of you young ladies, to most of you are trying to do big weddings because of your friends. Your friends. Don't you know that once you get married, you need to reduce your friends? Do you know that one? For you can't be married and still keep plenty friends like that. You will never succeed in that marriage. I'm telling you the truth. Especially as a lady. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. So, the young guys here, may God give you good women, what? Because you see, I know, getting a good woman is very difficult. Hey! Hmm. Those times people used to think that, about our natural DNA, so we, hey, right now, the natural people. Some of the natural people, <laughs> if you enter the witchcraft coven, almost 80% of them, am I a natural <laughs> witchcraft coven? Azumwa kuatitisa. I didn't say all, I said almost 80%. I know what I'm saying, you know. Or they are sorry, them natural, no earring, on canemore, on shenemore, on trinity, they will say, sorry, them, the name hoya, so swabofa, will free heavy ambassia, could you say, Kim, be ye gunimono. When you will be nine or really soon, soon more. What say? I'm telling you. You, we that have the eyes to see, we, we know what we are talking about. <laughs> so those times, no, 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 we share about natural sunning and I don't like who baby and make up on you be that on them who de trouser crowd when she be the be a street dress and a skirt, ting 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 skirt and it's almost share baggy baggy. Do you know baggy? They are named from a bono who said a parachute. Yes, Christo de Oma. Now, a boy's Hebra. Tina de Bia, boys, boys, the boys are brew, boys are bread. I didn't hear a boy for. 
right now, especially those of you guys outside Ghana, when you now you are you are at the point of getting married, you don't know whether you should marry somebody in Germany, in um, US, or you should come to Ghana and pick somebody to marry. And you see, most of these young ladies in Ghana too, you are trying to enter into a relationship with them. They are already chopping love with some of the guys in Ghana, <laughs> and you are there seriously sending money. Hey, mukwasusupata. Me, I've become a victim of this before, so I know what I'm talking about. Hey, whilst I'm here praying that God will work things out, Charlie said, "Chilling, tasuo de, tasuo de bi e kosuo, New York abonte." If you don't know tasuo de, you have to be saved again and again. God bless you all and keep you strong. And when God showed me one of the episodes of Tasuo Day, Jesus is Lord. I lost interest in what we call relationship and love. Hey, we did form a midnight house. I bomb paye. Send a man page and inside our relationship. Oh yeah, Tasuo Day or Abrutri. And the moment that thing happened, I said, Ah, the broken heart. Yeah, it go reach me, Odifo, me, I've explained. It go reach everybody. It go reach everybody. Even Jesus Christ, when would they do that? The end. So it's normal. You don't know, Nanim. All right, God bless you. And keep you all strong in the name of the Lord Jesus. If you want to support the work of God, the number is 0240312551. 0240312551. God bless you and keep you all strong. We shall meet God willing tomorrow. I will try and make time in the evening. So we start the first session with death and life after death. God bless you and keep you all strong. If you want to join the WhatsApp group, kindly send me a text on WhatsApp. I will add you to the page. Shalom. Bye bye.